Hello, everybody, and welcome to the world according to Dick Buttons. That's me. I'm Dick Buttons, where you see the world through my eyes. This is episode eight. Eight already. I can't believe it. And the topic for today's episode is people. People who annoy the living hell out of me. That's right. People. People who are annoying. And I'm going to give you my top 10 types of people that don't deserve to be acknowledged. And maybe after you listen to this podcast, you could pick out who these people are in your life or at work or acquaintances that you may have. All right. First, we have the gloom merchant. Do you know anybody that's chronically negative, critical? Do you hear them saying, yeah, but do they pour ice water on other people's ideas, plans, or dreams? They might call themselves practical or realist, but it's draining to be around someone who always sees the dark side. Maybe it's time they just limit their butt quota. Hey, let's go to the movies. Yeah, but it's going to be crowded. Too many people. You can't have that kind of gloom looming over your life like that. And if you are that way, just keep it to yourself. Nobody wants to hear it. Then we have, how about this guy or girl? Want to keep it PC. The complainer. Now, this is different from being a gloom merchant because this is not about other people or the world. It's all about them, their job, their boss, their partner, their kids, their business, their life. Nothing is ever right. Whatever happened to them that they got such a raw deal? You know, they may have had a tough life, but maybe their time and energy would be better spent more productively. Maybe they should focus onward. And ask others how they're doing sometimes. It's just a thought. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Oh, my God, my car is just, it's impossible. I don't know how I survive. People don't want to hear you complain. And how about this person? The person that always has to be right. They like to have that last word. They have to hammer the point home until everyone agrees or they've beaten everyone else into submission. You know, they're probably clever. And they may well be right a lot of the time. But it's kind of boring. Do you think the people that you've been smashing over the head with your brilliance need a nap or a double dose of Panadol afterwards? These people should ask themselves, why do you always have to be right? Why can't you try curious instead? I've known some of these people in my life, and no matter what the topic is, oh, yeah, that, that's it. And with Google this day and age, how anybody can be so emphatic uh, with an answer, knowing that someone's going to uh, research it to get the correct answer, I mean, it's, a, it's an odd choice to make, I think. Now, how about these people? The people that are interrupting others. 
Do you ever meet somebody that interjects when others are speaking? Do you see the people that always have a cooler story to add? You know, they might be more interesting than the person that's speaking. Or they might even be hilarious with a, with a raft of great stories to tell. But wait your turn. Give others, especially quieter people, a chance. It's especially poor form when you barge in with yet, with a, yet another fascinating fact about yourself. All roads don't need to lead back to you, my friend. You know, not everybody is as flamboyant or outward as uh, these people may be. Let one of the wallflowers tell their story. Or don't try to top it. You know, I'm, I'm starting to think this is sounding like another rant episode, don't you think? Now, how about these people? The relentless self-promoter. You know, confidence is a great thing. Most of us could do more of it. But relentless self-promotion is tiring to be around. It's all good, even healthy, if you do it occasionally. But if you're always jostling to be front and center of everything. Hmm. That one sort of hit home. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I do like to be... I'm not going to argue. I do like to be the center of attention sometimes. But I don't think it's self-promotion. I'm going to have to uh, think long and hard after that one. How about these people with scattered attention spans? This is hugely common in a crazy busy world. Are they someone else who can't keep their mind on their job? Or a person you're talking to? You know, they may get a lot done. But you're also sending out a clear message to others that they're worth less than whatever just scrolled up on their phone. They may call it anxiety or a focus problem, but you'll be seen as shallow, disinterested, dismissive. Is that what you really want? Like I've had conversations with people and while I'm talking to them, they look down at their phone, scroll, maybe even playing a game on their phone. I mean, if someone's talking to you, pay attention. I, I think that's the only common courteous thing to do. Now, how about this type of person? Unreliable. Do you know anybody with a reputation for not turning up at events or pulling out last minute with a very weak excuse? Or do you know anybody who likes to keep their options open for as long as possible so they can select the better of them? You know, they may think that they're making good choices, but they know you're quietly training people to treat you the same way. So don't be hurt when people start pulling out or leaving you out of the cool stuff. How about instead practice committing and following through, especially to the people that matter to you? And this goes back to, I think, on one of my rant episodes, uh... People who don't RSVP. It's all part of the same thing. But, you know, you get those people. Yeah, I'll be there. Yep, I'll meet you there. 10, 15, 20 minutes. Don't show up. Don't text. Don't call. Probably never had a good excuse anyway. Do you have any of these people in your life? The people that always run late. You know... Being fashionably late might have a whiff of cool once, 
but it's worn out its welcome. Time is precious, and most of us don't have enough of it. Unless you are famous or mega important people, we'll just find your lateness rude and disrespectful. Think about what a chronic lateness broadcasts to others, that they don't matter enough for you to value their time. And that you're disorganized or you don't have your shit together. So any of those is not good. Yeah, let's meet up at uh, 5 o'clock, Phil. 5.15, 5.30. You know, you know that almost ties into unreliability. I, I should have uh, mapped this out better. But uh, I guess unreliable and always being late are um, two different things. I had a friend, uh, I'm not going to, but we had a, we had a saying that tied to his last name, uh, that tied to time. And we always knew no matter what we were doing, what the event was, uh, we always knew they were going to be late. Now, now this one, I think it's kind of unfair because, you know, I, I don't think you really can control this, but how about boring people? You know? Not doing or ever suggesting anything might come from in, from being introverted or shyness or social anxiety or mild depression, but it also might look, be looked at as not making an effort. Fine. You enjoy lying on the couch all weekend? No one else minds. But if your passivity extends to never engaging with the world, not being curious or creative in any way, and most of all, not showing a genuine interest in others. Don't expect the cue to form at your door. You probably don't care, but that's good. Because it won't. Now again, being boring sometimes is not a choice. Uh, yeah, I'm actually rethinking that a little bit, but everything I said is true. If you don't put yourself out there, don't want to do anything, I guess you do kind of come off boring. Two left. So this is actually the top 11. I apologize. Uh, the next type of people that really annoy the hell out of me. Passive aggressive behavior. Okay, this is more than annoying. It's potentially a relationship wrecker. Passive-aggressive behavior occurs when we give the impression everything is okay, but our internal hurt causes us to lash out in a subtle way. Muttered insults, sullen or stubborn behavior, or deliberately falling to complete, to complete tasks. If you have this tendency, be warned, because you are placing your key relationships at risk. Do your best to acknowledge when things annoy you, and be more upfront in addressing them. Passive aggressive is high on my list too. Very high. Uh, it's not productive, as I said, and uh, it is annoying also. You know, I feel like George Carlin, when he did his bit on the Ten Commandments, uh, when he knocked it down to two and eventually to one, I think if I read looked at this list that I came up with, you could probably knock these 11 down to maybe two uh, or three behaviors that are just downright annoying. 
Now, I saved the best for last. And I defy anybody to disagree with me on this. Cyclists. Whenever I see people on their bikes, on the roads, on major roads, I'm just waiting to be annoyed. They think they own the road. They have this insane sense of entitlement. They ignore the rules, such as stopping at red lights or one-way signs. Oh, they're above that. They often wear dark clothes when riding at night and don't have lights on their bikes. Those are the ones that you... And mind you, you would probably get in trouble if you clipped one of them. Uh, They often have a smug, look at me, I'm saving the planet, look on their faces. To be fair, they are helping to save the planet, but do they have to look so smug while doing it? This is the, and this, this just chaps my ass tremendously. They often ride two or three abreast, happily chatting away to each other and holding up traffic. I don't know about you, but that is just extremely annoying. There are bike lanes that they could ride on if they're there. If they're not, stay on the shoulder. There is no need. No need to ride three or four abreast on a road when you're cycling. I'm sorry. Go to a park where it's probably A, safer, B, you're not going to annoy anybody, and you don't come off as, ooh, I'm a cyclist. I can ride anywhere I want. Now, let's see. For fun, I'm going to look back at my list here. I'm going to do a George Carlin. I'm going to see... If I could pare these 11 down to a larger group of people to make this list a little bit shorter. So the people that get their own category right off the bat are the cyclists. I can't, comp- I can't put them in any other category. They are the end all and be all. Oh, I'm on a bike. I'm on a bike. So cyclists are one type of person that annoys the hell out of me. Now, the gloom merchant and the complainer. Theoretically, those are kind of the same thing. All doom and gloom, complaining. So you probably could combine gloom merchant and complaining into one. So now we have cyclists, and let's call them gloom complainers. Now we have the guys, always, or women, that always have to be right, interrupting others. I think you could combine those two. The person that always has to be right will most often interrupt somebody to tell them that, right? So we have now taken 11 so far down to three. Cyclists, glue merchants and complainers is one. And people that always have to be right are been grouped with interrupting others. So we have three. Now let's see. We have self, uh, relentless self-promotion, scattered attention, unreliability, always running late. All right, so let's combine the unreliability and the people that always run late. I think they run hand in hand. If you can't be on time, you're unreliable. So now we're up to four. The being boring and scattered attention, eh, let's put those together. 
And actually, I'm going to combine, I forgot about passive-aggressive behavior. So I'm going to put passive-aggressive with the gloom merchant and the complaining. So now that becomes passive-aggressive gloom complainer. That's one. Cyclists are two. The unreliable and always running late are three. Did I mess this up? No. Always being right and interrupting others is three. And always running late and unreliable unreliable is four. So that leaves us with being boring, scattered attention, and relentless self-promotion. So let's take the relentless self-promotion and add that to the interrupting others and always having to be right. Right? So then we have cyclists. The gloom merchant complainer always has to be right. The interrupting others with relentless self-promotion is uh, three. And unreliability, always running late, and scattered attention is four. And you know what? Let's throw being boring into that category. So we have now paired this list from 11 people that annoy the shit out of me down to four. That was very George Carlin of me. I mean, actually, if you wanted to get technical, you probably could get this all down to two cyclists and pull everybody else into one big group. You know, so after you listen to this and you go out into the world, you go to work, you go out, look for these types of people. Hit me up on my comments. Let me know if you agree, disagree, or maybe I'm uh, in one of your annoying groups of people. But I think something can be learned from all of this. Go out, do stuff, be courteous, be reliable. Don't interrupt anybody. Nobody wants to hear about you 24-7. Pay attention. If something's bothering you, say it. And ride in the freaking bike lane. Out of all of these people, uh, the cyclists take the cake for me. Because, again, it just shows how little they care about people. It's all about them. It's all about what they think it, uh, they're doing is better than what you're doing. And screw the rules. Screw the signs. Screw the bike lane. We're just going to take up half the road. And you have to go around them. I don't think I'm wrong on that one. You could all fight me on the other ones. But I think I'm, I, I hit the nail on the head. All right. That, that is episode eight. Um, what else do I have to say? I'd like some feedback. Uh, I'm trying to improve on the show. I'm trying to improve the number of listeners. Uh, if you are listening to this, there is a comment section, uh, a link. Let me know. Give me feedback. Uh, tell me I suck. Uh, you know, whatever. I, I just want some feedback or else I'm going to blindly go into this week after week with uh, with the topics that I pick. Oh, next week's episode. I did the top 10 movies of all time. I think that was episode three or four. I am going to tackle the top 10 sitcoms of all time. 
I'll put a poll up, and uh, you guys could give me your suggestions. Now, I'm not putting a time frame on this. I These are the top 10 sitcoms of all time. So I'm going to be pulling from what I feel are the creme de la creme. So again, hit the comments section. Let me know what you think. Give me some feedback. This has been The World According to Dick Buttons with yours truly, Dick Buttons. Until next week, have a great weekend.